We've got a twofer in fake news today. Elon Musk was lied about, they manipulated an interview to make him look bad, and PewDiePie is once again being smeared by the mainstream media. The mainstream media absolutely loves to go after prominent figures and lie about them. Why? Because they're dying. Their existence is fading, and they will no longer exist at some point. There will be media, but it's going to be more like this. I'm able to survive and continue growing and doing what I do because I have low overhead. These media organizations do not have that. They have high overhead and they are failing. So in their desperation, we see the violent death throes of an aging and archaic media system that has no choice but to generate outrage so that people like me will talk about them. They lie about PewDiePie. They lie about Elon Musk. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the smears against PewDiePie Musk. And then I'm going to show you much more of the problems being faced by the media and more evidence to show they're almost gone. But before we get started, I want to give a shout out to my sponsor for the day, Virtual Shield. Virtual Shield is a virtual private network. They help keep your data safe while you browse the web. If you go to hidewithtim.com, you can get an exclusive deal at $3.24 per month. Upon doing so, you will be presented with a free 30-day trial. Look, the media isn't going to make it. And one of the reasons I am going to succeed is because I have great sponsors like Virtual Shield. For those that are interested, the link is in the description below. Let's start with a media organization that's being kind of okay towards PewDiePie. They say, PewDiePie mocked his critics after praising a Nazi YouTube channel, but says he will be more careful in the future. And it seems like this story is actually trying to be a bit balanced and talk about what the critics said and what PewDiePie said. They say, YouTuber PewDiePie lashed out at critics who condemned him for recommending a YouTube channel that posts anti-Semitic and misogynistic content. Kjellberg said he just liked the channel for its videos about anime. Regardless, he removed his recommendation from his previous video and said he'd be more careful in the future. Kjellberg himself has a history of anti-Semitic comments. In the story, they say that PewDiePie said he regretted promoting ER and said he wouldn't have done it if he was more familiar with the user's videos. He edited the previous video to remove the recommendation. He said... I removed ER from that video. If I knew then what I knew now, I wouldn't have put him in there. I'll be more careful in the future. What's the story about? Well, PewDiePie gave a shout out to a a channel because he saw an anime video he liked. And what did the media do? They went insane, frothing at the mouth, making up insane conspiracy theories and, and, and accusing PewDiePie of being basically a white supremacist himself simply because he didn't do research on this channel. They claimed that maybe he should hire a team to review these channels beforehand, but I think it's ridiculous. Simply because PewDiePie is recommended by YouTube and has a bunch of fans, that you expect him to know everything about everything? In a video criticizing his critics, PewDiePie said even The Verge got their facts wrong, claiming this this ER channel gained 150,000 subs, when no, a simple Google search or social blade will show you that's not true. So even if they have a team, they get things wrong. But it's not just that. Even with a team, they get things wrong on purpose. This story from Electrek. Elon Musk takes issue with misleading edit of Tesla interview on 60 Minutes. Here's what was really said. Basically, they spliced the interview up and removed several paragraphs to make it seem like Elon Musk was being arrogant and dismissive of concerns, when in reality, he was actually very nuanced and said that bringing in a new chairwoman would be a good thing. They took that out. Why? Presumably to make Elon Musk look bad. This is what happens when a dying media in complete and utter desperation makes nonsense articles. This one from Huffington Post. PewDiePie's excuse for promoting racist YouTube content includes more racist content. There's no winning. Why? Well, the media is dying. These companies are laying people off in huge numbers. 
So what they do is they create panic, nonsense articles to generate attention. Like this article I mentioned from Huffington Post. He says, PewDiePie, the world's most popular YouTuber, said he made an oopsie when he promoted a white supremacist's YouTube page over the weekend. He only liked the guy's movie reviews, he said in a video published Tuesday. When in fact, ER's channel is not a white supremacist YouTube page. It is what we refer to as an, an edgy boy. Someone who thinks it's funny to have dark comedy about Nazis. Do I think ER is actually a white supremacist? No, but he definitely pushed the envelope as far as he could. Maybe he is. The point is, there is an obvious difference between someone who's making jokes about Nazis and someone who's literally advocating for these things. This guy, ER, makes anime reviews. And PewDiePie said if he knew what he knows now, he wouldn't have done it. But that's not going to stop Huffington Post from framing the story in this way, that PewDiePie was promoting overt white supremacy. But the weirdest thing about the dog whistling is that people like Andy Campbell from Huffington Post are the ones who can see it. It's weird. You have to realize PewDiePie didn't understand what these references were because PewDiePie is not a Nazi. But these weirdos on the left seem to see all of it. And then they accuse everyone who basically isn't a Nazi of being a Nazi. And I have to wonder why. I'm going to deviate for a quick second. I'm not going to get into this. But we learned the other day that the Women's March at the highest levels are complete anti-Semites. And the Women's March knew about it. I don't want to go off on a tangent, but this is a serious issue. Tablet Magazine wrote about how people on the left at the highest levels, the most prominent figures are actually anti-Semites, identitarian anti-Semites, call them what you want, but they get much more closer to Nazi than someone like PewDiePie does. So, okay, look, we get it. The mainstream media wants to lie about PewDiePie all day and night because, well, they're desperate. They want to lie about Elon Musk for the same reason. And Elon Musk fought back, and so did PewDiePie. And because of this, they're even angrier. But now I'm going to show you some of the latest news as to why we continue to see the violent death throes. These companies are dying. They really are. They're not going to make it. And so what can they do other than generate clickbait nonsense in an effort to make what little money they can squeeze out of the dying media landscape? From CNN, Bustle Digital Group acquires Mike after massive layoffs. Mike.com was a far left digital outlet and they laid off most of their staff. On the 5th, we learned Otter Media lays off 140 staffers amid reorganization of Rooster Teeth, Fullscreen, Machinima, and more. And this is bad news for us in the digital landscape because these companies are actually digital companies. So it's kind of worrisome to see Fullscreen in there because I'm with Fullscreen. Even the anime channel Crunchyroll isn't immune to layoffs. From comicbook.com, Crunchyroll parent company restructure leads to layoffs. We saw this story on the 3rd. Key House Democrat warns of mass newsroom layoffs with Nexstar's Tribune acquisition. And this one breaks my heart and is probably the most worrying. Thomson Reuters will cut 3,200 jobs by 2020. Reuters is actually one of the most balanced and fair outlets. They're a wire service. They're not like these fringe weirdo activist platforms. This is real journalism being negatively impacted by the changing landscape. And this is going to be the scariest. Because in reality, while Reuters and the Associated Press are not perfect, these are the people who fact check and correct the record when the nonsense outlets like Huffington Post put out complete BS. So what ends up happening? Well, I'll tell you what ends up happening. This morning we learned that New York Magazine was unionizing. Why do these newsrooms want to unionize when so many of them are collapsing and laying off their staff? Like clockwork, after these news organizations unionize, there are mass layoffs. And it's really simple. They don't make money. These companies do not make money. Mike.com basically collapsed, laid off their staff. What makes these people think a union is the right thing to do? Well, what tends to be happening is I've seen people 
who say the company's revenue is X million dollars. Why don't we have better salaries? Not realizing that revenue and profit are different things. I have had to argue with friends saying, listen, the company you work for makes no money. If you unionize, they will fire all of you because they are bleeding money in the first place and you're probably going to get laid off anyway at some point. But they do it anyway. And now what happens after they unionize? Like clockwork, we make the joke, how long until the layoffs hit? The other day, we saw that Slate's newly unionized writers and editors give okay to strike. Writers and editors at Slate have voted nearly unanimously to greenlight a strike, escalating tensions between the digital publication and its newly unionized employees. So let's try this again. Your company makes very little money. It probably has revenue, but people don't realize that some of that money, first of all, goes to taxes. Some of it has to be put in savings to make sure the company can survive rainy days. And then you have to find the profit for the company to actually function. These people think that even though most of these digital outlets are in the red, they can demand a raise because the revenue is there when it likely isn't. If a company isn't profitable, well, then people shut it down. And these companies are all dying, even digital media companies like Crunchyroll and YouTube-based MCNs like Fullscreen, Otter Media are facing troubles. Why then do you think unionizing is going to save you? It won't. It's going to lead to more problems. Unfortunately, I'm not against unions. I'm just saying you can't demand a raise and go on strike when your company is already bleeding revenue. The results of this are that some of the smarter elements of media, like BuzzFeed News, have created please support us options. You can read the about us section, give them a tip, go to buzzfeed.com or in bold green, give them money. Why? Because BuzzFeed doesn't make enough on advertising alone, and this probably will not save them either. News organizations can't afford to hire real journalists. Many real journalists have moved to PR jobs. Thus, they hire lowbrow, random college activists to put out clickbait nonsense that PewDiePie is racist or that Elon Musk is a, is a nut job simply so that they can get the clicks because they are dying. The death throes, the violent struggle of a dying media, and it's coming for everyone else. I made a video in the past about this. I've talked about this issue quite a bit, and I've said it will get worse because they're getting closer and closer to the end. And the violent struggle as they gasp for air will only get worse up until the point the resources are gone and they go limp and they have no more writers to hire. There's no more insane content to pump out and thus they cease to exist. But there will always be the problem from the grifters, the people who want to go on social media and pump out complete and total nonsense, accusing PewDiePie in the first place. I'm not going to name the individual individual who did this, but yes, that's what they do. They go on the internet because they want outrage clicks too. The media can go away and their desperation is showing just how bad it's getting. The layoffs are in the news every single day. However, the crazy activists on Twitter will continue to push as hard as they can. And I can only imagine at some point they burn out too when people get sick and tired of the nonsense. But let me know what you think in the comments below. We'll keep the conversation going. You can follow me on Twitter at TimCast. Stay tuned. New videos every day at 4 p.m. on this channel and more videos coming up today at 6 p.m. on my second channel, youtube.com slash TimCastNews. Thanks for hanging out and I will see you all next time.